Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Tuesday, it is Cody and Gold. What a day it's going to be, huh? Hopefully you're staying warm. Is anyone warm. there? <laughs> yeah, are is you... anyone listening <laughs> to this show right now? Today, more than ever, Odyssey app. Streaming on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. If you're at home, that's Throw a great way. on the big screen, yeah. you know? Yeah, you got, look, you got your laptop. You're working from home, you know? Working uh-huh. from home. Uh-huh. Yeah. And for those of you, though, that do have to be out and about for your job, Salute to you. Be careful out there. Be safe. Obviously, we uh, we all made it into the studio today. And, uh, yeah, not great out there, you know? Not great. Some areas better than others. It's going to continue throughout the day. And, uh, yeah, if you don't have to be outside, just completely just, just stay in. We always, like, we we were joking. We get an email, and I'm sure you guys have this, if, depending on what you do for a living. Get an email. And it's oh, it's very nice, by the way, right? Because it's like, hey, you know, I want everybody to be safe. Um, yeah, from, and, like, the big bosses. Everybody be safe. Just work from home unless, you know. And I always laugh at those because those never apply to us anyway. Like, we know, like, it, you better, Cody, you better have a great reason for you. Like, your car better be stuck in a ditch for you not to come in today. Really? <laughs> I think this is not that important of a job. I Can I just not feel like coming in? But that's my point is, like, we know we're coming in. We could have had four more inches of snow last night. We'd still be here. You know what I mean? There's an yeah. expectation. I mean, I guess. Maybe we could just start doing it remote like uh, other people in this Like, party, I know there's, you know? there's some people Can out there. Can we just do this from our basement? We did that during COVID for a little we bit. We didn't have the equipment with us. But, yes, we know we did those. But that also requires Drew. Poor Drew would still have to be. Someone has to run the board. So that would be. Well, Drew's got to work no matter what. Sorry, Drew. Well, that Your sucks. job is more important than. <laughs> no, I, I'm, glad I we, so. I'm glad we all made it did, in. Would that make us jerks if we're just like, yes. hey, Drew, we're going to do the show from home. So just pull us up on Zoom or whatever. That'd be great. Yeah. But like, if you don't mind and because you have no choice. <laughs> we need you to go in the studio. Be great. That would be that would be a messed up move on our part as well. But no, I know there's people listening that are out shoveling snow or plowing snow as well. So salute, props to all of you. You guys can us up on the J Southland Toe Service text line nine one three five eight six seven six ten. We got our guy Vinny Pasquantino, uh, who is maybe going to try to make it to Kansas City this weekend for the playoff game. He's going to join us interesting this week uh, in about thirty minutes or so. And then also our guy Nate Taylor from the Athletic, our Chiefs insider, going to join us at eleven o'clock. Because the Chiefs are playing Saturday, everything's moved around a little bit this week. That means you're going to hear from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes today at 1145 right here on your official broadcast partner for the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. I think we need to go back a little bit to where we were preseason, though, for a second. And then now where we're at, because everybody reevaluates as a team goes through their season. Now we know it's Super Wild Card Week, and now you know the potential path ahead. And what is a good season versus what is your new expectation, right? Because... I think we all agreed that we're in this window right now, specifically with number 15, that it is Super Bowl or bust, right? I mean, wasn't that? Yeah, I'm not going to come here after, like, they beat Miami but lose to Buffalo and be like, great season, guys. You tried hard. No, it's win a Super Bowl or the season was a loss. But I think there probably is a shift in expectation, right? And that's why I said they're, they're two different things. I think the expectation, and this is why I'll ask on the text line, and, and we can check us out on Twitter, too, at 610SportsKC. I think the expectation, at least for me, though, has changed. How can it not? The the success thing, I'm with you. Like, this is the era, get to Super Bowls, right? Get to Super Bowls, get to Super Bowls, get to Super Bowls. We've been spoiled. They made it look easy. But expectation, like, my expectation is they win this weekend. Like, that. my expectation is they win this weekend, 
and frankly, a complete toss-up and who knows at Buffalo, perhaps. And like, I don't, I probably will not be expecting a win at Buffalo next weekend. That's kind of where I'm at expectation-wise. But uh, hey, it was a successful season. The bar is raised. Like most teams, winning a division title, winning 11 games, great success. Uh, Show a little eight. playoff hope. Sure. So I guess I'm asking, like, does anybody's view of success change now, or is it just your expectation has shifted? Because that's where I'm at. My my success is still going to the Super Bowl. My expectation is that they're probably losing divisional round weekend. Yeah. By the way, kudos to all the people in the text line. I said, is anyone there? Bunch of you out there. <laughs> UPS drivers, yeah. mail carriers, people pointing out. Lance, take make sure you tip, you know, if you're getting delivered food today, doing it. Somebody said they were surprised I showed up at all. Someone says they were <laughs> they're uh, they're plowing at my alma mater. They're over at either Winnetonka or UMKC, depending on which alma mater they meant. But when I look at it, I still, like, it's so hard because I don't want to soften the eventual blow because that's what it feels like. If we say that our expectation is no longer for them to go to the Super Bowl, then it's easy to come in here after a Bills loss, let's say, yeah, and be like, well, I got to be honest. I didn't think they were going to the Super Bowl based on this year's team. I want the heat still on them because – that should still be their expectation unless there was something contrary that would push it so far. Unless there was a team, in my opinion, in the AFC that was that much better than them. No offense. Baltimore's better than them. I'm not trying to argue that end of it. Baltimore has lost to multiple teams that are in the AFC playoff field who they could potentially face, including the Browns in the next round. The Chiefs have beaten and lost to multiple teams in this playoff field. I think the only team I think they've beaten in the playoff field is Miami. Right. The team they take on this Saturday. Miami's only beaten one team in the playoff field, right? It's a mess. It's a messy AFC. So while if you made me, and I'm sure later this week, we will do our official who plays in the AFC and NFC title game and who plays in the Super Bowl conversation. While it'll be harder for me to choose Kansas City than it was in the beginning part of the season, totally. I think they got to keep that kind of pressure on themselves. But you're right; my expectation of what they are has changed a lot. How could because it? Because I've had seven. I mean, I've had 17 games to look different. Now, if you're wondering, just what are the what does Vegas say, and right, what do the books say? Even right here in Kansas, if you're curious, the Chiefs have the third best odds to get to the Super Bowl out of the AFC, so to win the AFC, they're at plus 450. They have the fifth best odds to win the Super Bowl. At 10 to 1. So that's what the books say. Doesn't mean that that's exactly what's going to happen or not. As we know, it uh, wasn't very long ago where uh, there was a team like Buffalo six weeks ago that was like 20 something to win the, Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl. And now they have better odds than the Chiefs. Right. So things change very, very quickly. All it takes is, unfortunately, an injury to, to someone in these playoffs from an opponent. And suddenly the, the pool, the bracket, if you will, uh, opens up drastically. Um, but third best odds to come out of the AFC. I just think it's really hard to not. Like, and I, even in other years, Gold, you're right. Going into the preseason, most of the years we're going to be like, hey, it's Super Bowl or bust. But like going into certain years, we might feel a little bit different based on uh, just where they are. Because at some point, I assume they hit a little dip down and then they got to rise back up. I always point out that even the Patriots went a decade at one point in between winning Super Bowls. I can't believe it's It's hard to imagine they went that kind of stretch without doing it. So it's like part of me is like, should I just accept this as the downswell? They took a shot at wide receiver. They had to go down to rebuild. And I should just be like, you know what? Get to your six straight AFC title. Like, I will say that. <laughs> I do expect at least that. Get to the six straight AFC title game. You're still good enough for that. That's your expectation still yes. is that they're getting to an AFC title yes. game. Interesting. Like, and I understand that Buffalo is the most likely, I mean, 90% likely opponent based on betting markets I, or whatever like I, to get there. Because can they, what are the odds the Steelers are going to actually get the better of them? Can they get to an AFC title game? Of course they can. I just, again, my expectation has sh- shifted. I just don't think Buffalo is significantly better than I think Buffalo is about the same as them. Well, we talked not about better, not worse. No lot, Pacheco in the first game. Yeah. And I still think it's early enough in the season that like Rice was definitely a better player, but not the player he is now, et cetera. Last Friday, when we were talking about heading into the weekend and the scenarios and the, knowing the bills were going to play the dolphins, and all that we, we mentioned the offense that, you know, everybody's hyped up the, the bills offense and they are much better with Joe Brady as their OC. I think that's, that's absolutely true. But Multiple metrics, like there's like five or six of them that would yeah. actually tell you they're still just a since week 10 that the Bills are just a middle of the road offense. So I do yeah. think people have overinflated what the Buffalo Bills are. And I think they've also become the team that now people are, look, we all do. Like you, some people want to root for their bet or their prediction, right? And so I think six weeks ago, in fact, I know for a fact six weeks ago, plenty of people nationally and in the betting community, even Cody. Sure. We're saying, oh, man, the Bills are a really good bet, 15, 20 to 1, 
uh, to win the Super Bowl or 9-1 to one to come out of the AFC. And by the way, they were correct. There was great value because the Bills are the number two seed. But now I think it's gotten to the point where people are overinflating them because they want it to come true so badly. Like, oh, we told you this is the team you don't want to play. This is the team you don't want to play. Let's still not forget they were very, they, they still were in danger of, you know, being the seven seed or being out of the play. Like, so there, there's still a balance. Like a, a team that is obviously They're like you wanna, everyone else, you man. Play, That's the truth. They're just like you, the Chiefs or the Browns or everyone else. So it's a mess. You want to play your best football, duh, entering the postseason. They're playing better than a lot of teams out there, talking about the Bills, but let's not act like they're playing at the Ravens level or the no. Niners level or anything like that. There's a, there's a balance there. I, I, I will say overall, though, looking at, you know, the, we'll talk more about the path. I mean, that that's the challenge, I think, to where why my expectation is lowered. Um, it, not the, the, the two seed path stinks. So I'm not telling you I'm not going to, you know, upset if they lose to in the divisional round. Like people are saying, like, I'll still be really sad. Someone said on the text, like, well, yeah, like it'll suck if the season ends whenever it ends. Whether we've been spoiled that the season usually doesn't end uh, with a loss recently, or it'll, if it does, it ends in the Super Bowl. It'd be we've been easier spoiled. if you just lose because like a team outplays you, out talents you. Yeah. Um, it'll be hard if you lose because. Someone can hold on to the damn football or line or, up on side or yeah, pop return fumble, fumble yeah, yeah. or the things that like are in your control are always in your control. Sometimes a team is stronger than you at the line of scrimmage. Sometimes a uh, corner covers you well. Sometimes they tackle you short of the line of game. Losing that way for the Chiefs is understandable. And that's what's been obviously going back so frustrating about this team really from the beginning is that when you go all the way back through all of this, you're like, God, if you just handled your business in the small things it feels like you could have been the one you could have been the two it just i feel like this is the messiest year of the afc in a long time because there's no clear separation between bills chiefs even browns who are starting joe flacco because of the talent they have in other areas of their team we'll get our vinifel insider vinnie pasquantino's thoughts on the afc playoff field and who does he have coming out about the afc in the NFC, that's coming up in 20 minutes or so. We know yesterday was a big day in Jackson County. We were discussing it on the show that there was going to be this uh, Jackson County legislature meeting at the Jackson County courthouse yesterday. That did take place. A couple things out of that. One, the the motion to move it forward or the, the, the measure to move it forward uh, towards an April ballot did pass. Now, there's a 10-day window, though, for Frank White, if he so chooses, to veto that. And Manny Abarca was quoted to the Kansas City Star saying he believes that Frank will White will it. do that. If that happens, then they can override the veto with, I believe it's six votes that it takes to override. And if that happens, it just then, it, to then, one, then so. it doesn't. Yeah, there you go. So then it doesn't matter. And then it would still end up on the April ballot, but it's not done yet. But that's where things stand that uh, there was a motion at one point, by the way, from Frank White yesterday to extend it four more days before they would vote, which was important because the deadline is the 23rd. And again, now the 10 day window is opened. And so if you extended it four more days, then you would have had, what, the 13th of January? Uh, I guess that's a Saturday. So maybe it, it would have been. Technically, he, yeah. could ve- he could hold the veto, run it out, meaning run it the could. clock out. Yeah, exactly. And, but fortunately, that motion did not pass. And so now the 10-day window is open, and they could override his veto if he so chooses to, to veto it. The Royals and, and Chiefs, of course, have come out recently and said that they will stay in Jackson County if voters approve the three eighth cent sales tax extension in April. And it looks like we're one step closer to at least letting the public have a chance to decide. We, we know the Royals want a new stadium in Jackson County. It sure seems like the KC star side is the preference. We know the chiefs have said they want to renovate Arrowhead. That's where we stand right now. It seems fairly obvious at this point that it's, it's on the ballot. Like we're, we're good. It's, it's on the ballot. It's going to be on the ballot because Frank White can veto it all he wants. They already clearly have the votes in order to do it, which is great. That's all we've been asking for this entire time, Gold. Let the public Let decide. the voters of Jackson County decide whether or not they want to approve another 40 years of the 3.8 cents sales tax. Now there are a couple of things I'd like. We've been asking for that part. Cool. Step one, done. Now, I think it is really important, especially over the next couple of months before we get to the April ballot, for these teams to make it very clear what they want the money for. As in, the Royals need to put a rendering out and tell me the site in which you're putting the stadium. I know they want a stadium. Tell me where it's going. Right. Yeah. But I also think the Chiefs need to tell me what they're spending that renovation money on. You can't. We gave the Royals a hard time for this. We said, hey, you can't just ask for, when that one report came out. You can't just ask for my money and not tell me what it's for. Tell me how you're planning on spending the renovation money. I don't care if it's a new scoreboard or new seats or a new locker room. 
Tell me what your plan is for the cash. You don't just get a blank check. Yeah, and then I be would like, argue they We're have fix Arrowhead. No, you're right. You're, you're right. I would. I, I mean, my guess is Cody. That's what February, March, and April are for. Right. I mean, I think I'd like that to start up I, in the next few weeks because yeah, I mean, we know that they already yeah. have a plan for the cash. Specifically with the Chiefs, like we know it's going to be a, a renovation. And you're right. It probably is some combination of a new video board and updated suites and or other things. Right. Or, you know, whatever with the concourse. I mean, that's just typically what reno- I mean, if we were to go check out recent renovations around the NFL, my guess is most involved a new video board. I know. But- why, you know, newer new concourses, new suites. Right. I, I'm with you. They, they will need to do that at some point. But I'm not. I'm not as concerned about what the renovation looks like because it's a renovation, not a new stadium, as I still am about what the heck is going on with the KC Star site where that continues to gain momentum because we have mentioned multiple times in the last week the the issue that I potentially have with that if more questions don't get answered, which is, uh, one, does that allow you to have a ballpark district still sure. that the team builds? And for some of you are saying, and I get it, you're like, well, they already have the power and light, so it's perfect. They don't need that. My problem with that is John Sherman had pri- you know, previously said a, a billion dollars in his money was going to go to this ballpark district. And one of the selling points, and you can roll your eyes at this if you want. I know I'll get a few texts on this. Was that they were going to I told put you Mark, I was going to hold them to it, but yes. They will put some of that revenue that they get that does not count against the uh, revenue sharing in baseball back into the team. Well, if you do the KC Star site and you're not able to do the ballpark district the way you sold before, then some of the benefit of the downtown stadium, I'm sorry, is not there for me. Um, the other part is there's 80-plus businesses already existing in the crossroads, that area of the crossroads, that you have to get each owner of said business to sell. You might have to go to court and eminent domain and a mess that comes with that. And all of a sudden, the timeline gets pushed back. Even more. So that's my issue still with the unknown right now on the KC star site. Well, that's their job now because it seems obvious now we're good gold. It's going to end up on the ballot. And in April in Jackson County, you're going to decide an extension on the three, eight cents sales tax. Okay. And look out. You're right. There's a couple of things. That I think still there's a true. 90% chance. You never know if some Hail Mary effort happens by somebody. 90% chance of that, you know. But so when you when you look back through the odds of it, because look, I still got to, you know, like we talked about this with the. With the Chiefs or the Royals, like I still don't think it makes a lot of sense to give the Chiefs a big pile of money just to renovate Arrowhead. It feels like yeah, you, you should I. be doing what the Royals are doing and just are are we like I guess my question would be, are you keeping it alive? You keep it alive forever? And this is Lambo and two hundred years from now people get a stare go to Arrowhead? Or if you think in forty years from now you're gonna take, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars over the course of forty years and just keep fixing it up? Or are you go and then still tear it down? You know, like which yeah, version and, of it? And, and that's exactly it? it. Because in the joint statement that came out, the original one, not the one you from yesterday, the one that came out last Friday, where it mentions that both the Royals and Chiefs are committed to another forty years in Jackson County and all that, and that one would be a new stadium lease involving the Royals, and one would be an extension involving the Chiefs. I I haven't been able to get the clear answer yet. I understand the press release said combined for another forty years, but I still am curious: Are they both? signing 40-year leases. We know the Royals would be. Are the Chiefs signing a 40-year lease? And why is that important? It's what you're mentioning. Because in the past, Clark Hunt had mentioned that he preferred, doesn't mean he would get his wish, but preferred a 25-year, perhaps shorter-term lease. And why is that significant? Well, if the Royals are on a 40-year lease with the extension of the 3 8 cent sales tax, but the Chiefs, let's say, and this is speculation, are on a 25-year lease, well, then, obviously, after 25 years, you would be asking for a new tax or new money at that point, right? Because you wouldn't be able to just continue uh, another project with the money that's supposed to last for 40 years or needs you know, to pay off in 40 years. So that's, that's the tricky part for me. Because otherwise, yeah, in 25 years, are the Chiefs trying to build a brand-new palace in 25 years after a 40-year, a 3 8 cents sales tax that's technically for 40 years? We also yeah. know either way, by the way, this goes for the Royals, too, in 40 years, it's not like they're never going to ask for a renovation for 40 years. Or a years. new stadium, right? <laughs> 40 years. Rose like, might build a downtown stadium and be like, we'd like a new downtown stadium in 40 years. It happens all the time. Yeah, I mean, like, if, let's say that everything goes well. They build a stadium wherever it is downtown, and, you know, they sign the 40-year lease. Talking about the Royals. Uh, my guess is after 15 or 20, they're, <laughs> they're asking for a renovation. That's just how this stuff works. I just, I do think that they have to announce. Like, I, I don't think it'd be, honestly, I don't think it'd be fair to Jackson County voters if they were just like, we're going to renovate. Like, and just, that's what they left it at. Renovate. Like, I get it, but, like, what? Like, it is important when you are trying to curry favor to tell people what they're getting out of it. Are you building a tailgate village? 
Are you putting a roof on it? No. Are I you, think the answer to that is no. I believe the answer <laughs> to that is no, too. Yeah. Are you just getting suites? Are you adding, like, entertainment districts next to or in or around where Kaufman would no longer be? What are you yeah. doing at this site with that money? I think it's really important over the next four months. And I don't think that the Chiefs don't know that. I think they do probably know that, Gold. And the Royals, we know what they're asking for. They're going to build a stadium. Now we want to know how big the village is going to be and all the yeah. businesses around it. So they got to decide on the site and announce the site soon. Now that it appears we are just a few days away from getting the 100% clarification, yeah. they'll be on the ballot. Because, again, they have the votes. Like, it's going to be on the ballot because it passed 8-1. to one. Frank White They have the votes in Jackson County to get it on the yes, ballot. We'll see. Get it on the I, ballot. Think, That's what I think they'll have enough for the public, too. But that, that, that they got a campaign. They got a campaign over the next three months. Big uh, time. You know, and, and, and put you know, money behind that, and they will, and maybe the right voices, and, and, and be able to, to push that forward with Jackson County. I think the fact that the Chiefs are going to be tied to it means it's going to pass without a problem. You think so? Yeah. If it was a Royal separate, I would be way more skeptical. The Chiefs tied to it. I think they're safe. I mean, that helps him. That definitely helps him. But I, you know, I, I also think it. Although I'll say, I think it would be easier if the Chiefs were building a new one and they were working. Well, together. yeah, we've. I mean, for yes the last no, couple right? months, like the renovating Arrowhead to me. I'm sorry. I know. Look, I love Arrowhead. first stadium I ever went to. Arrowhead Stadium. There's history there. It's a college-like atmosphere. It's one of the best atmospheres, if not the best, in football. I've been to Lambeau. I talked about my experience there and what they've been able to continue to do through renovations. Very cool. Um, but I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense to to likely in 20 years, 25 years, have to then turn back around. And at that point, you're probably asking for a new stadium. Why wouldn't you just do it now? Uh, a quick applause last night. I've spent a number of years on this show complaining. The college football playoff game did not take too long last night. <laughs> they did it. It was not midnight when it was wrapping no, up, although no. I turned it off long before that. The did second, you? In the first half? I turned it off in the first half. it got it interesting felt, in the third quarter. Okay, so I was watching in the first quarter, and then I'm like, Michigan is going to destroy this team. So I went away for a minute because I thought Michigan was getting ready to drive right after Washington had punted the ball back again. I'm like, this game's done. I'll come back around. Then it got close. It was like 17-10. So I started back up. Yeah. I'm in. After halftime, I'm back, 17-10. And then I watched Washington punt like 700 possessions in a row. The second Michigan started scoring, and I'm like, and we're done Both here Both teams again. just struggled to execute, and, and Michigan was the better team throughout the entire night. It, it, it looked like in the first quarter it was going to be a blowout. I know it ended up being one at the end. But the second and third quarter were actually, I, I thought, interesting and compelling enough. And then, yeah, the fourth quarter, Michigan ultimately gets the end interception, and the game is... The game is over. Michael Penix Jr., as great as he played the prior five games, awesome, and game. he was perfect last week against Texas, he was way off. He was way off. That offensive line couldn't protect. Some of his big-time receivers were dropping balls. It was just, yeah, there was a lot of mistakes on both sides, by the way. Just, and uh, Michigan, 15-0. and 0. The question is, over under six and a half days, do you guys think Harbaugh's the NFL head coach? Under. And so, you know, the one thing that sucks is. I think it, it's over. He'll drag it out a little bit. Was there bit. at any point in that game you thought Washington was winning? Like, for even just one second? Yeah, for yeah like there was. one second? Did there, you think one? Well, I didn't, Drew. I don't know about you. but So there was, yeah. and it was right before half, obviously, which, uh, Wichita, Washington, uh, gets uh, the touchdown to make it a one-possession game. And then they got the ball at a half, right? And the yeah. very first pass, Penix throws a pick. That's when it was over. But if they go down and, and march on that drive, I, I really think, hey, they start with the ball. If they go get seven, we got ourselves a ball game. That did not happen. Michigan gets the interception. They get three points. And and then, yeah, the way the game ended, of course, the scoreboard it ended up being a blowout. Yeah, it was it was interesting how Washington could not. They they were they essentially brought the Bengals defense, the run defense to, for the first quarter because they could not stop anything. No. Um, great adjustment. They did. Great adjustment. I mean, Michigan wasn't. Michigan was still Donovan running. The, I, I, I was so surprised that they just didn't start running play action a little bit more or something. They could not. Washington was stacking everybody in the box. They did not believe JJ McCarthy could throw a good enough pass to, to beat him down the field. And for a while it was working. And while the defense kept on coming up huge, you're waiting for that one play where Michael Penix jr. Throws it deep and Adunze caught it. He had one nice one, but there were, he was just a tick off everywhere. I think And Washington's defense did good enough. I think to win the game, it's just that the offensive line 
was by the end of the game, Penix was grab was holding his ribs. I mean, he was getting hit almost every yeah. single time he was dropping back to pass. What also happened? I thought we were supposed to get a trailer on the new NCAA football game. That was some weird rumor. We get robbed that, of that? I, I thought that, I, that, I, think I thought did. that was a lock. I'm blaming Drew on this one. I feel, can, I feel like I, I was feel, hyped up. I feel like Pasta Padre or whatever the video game Madden account and NCAA uh, football account tweeted something. Drew ran with it. Everybody no, ran with it. I think that's what happened so, here. So there, there's a guy who uh, who has been updating. Uh, people on information regarding the game and he thought he I guess a week or two ago it said he thought there was a an, an, a relatively sh- there 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 was a shot that there could be some sort of an update regarding a release date or something like that more information during the national title game because you think why not do it now a, a, as great of a time we haven't gotten barely any, any information on it it releases this year um <laughs> that same person came out today and said for that, I was a little bit wrong, but I did give you a sli- I said a slim chance it happens. Oh, he said, okay. those of you who are expecting Ooh. a trailer, you're yelling at the wrong person. That's not me. I never thought that that was the case. Disappointing. Mm-hmm. Never was going to happen. Disappointing. I, was disappointed. I-, I do think what was the last we saw Harbaugh as a head coach in Michigan. I think it's pretty yes. clear he's going to the NFL for a variety of reasons. One, he just won a championship. I also think there's a chance he would be suspended multiple games at Michigan next year again, and it's the <laughs> time to go. So whether it's the, like, the Chargers or it's the Raiders or it's the Commanders, I do think uh, Harbaugh's going back to the NFL. I, and I, I think like, he'll have success, by the way. I really do. Let's not forget what he was. A head, he was an NFL head coach, had plenty of success with the 49ers. Uh, yeah, his record was was very good uh, in San Francisco. I, I think that it'll be over the seven days, but it's not. it'll be done before, well before the Super Bowl comes, for sure. He's just going to win his national title for the first time in 26 years for our guy, Josh Vernier in Michigan. And then, yeah, he's going to the yeah, NFL. Yeah, Vern's got to be thrilled. Can we call Vern a Michigan man? I've always asked him this because he didn't go to Michigan, but he's a Michigan fan. He grew up, you know, he grew are up you in a the Michigan area man? where I everyone thought, was I thought, a Michigan I fan. thought to be a Michigan man, though, you know, they call them Michigan men. I thought you had to go to Michigan. Like, uh, Mike Matheny was a Michigan man. Jim Harbaugh said, uh, I don't want to say for sure. I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, Jim Harbaugh said that when he gets laid to rest, all, all, <laughs> all, all they want him to say, all, he's, all, all, I be, all I want to be said about myself in the eulogy is he was a Michigan man. There you go. I want people to say a lot of different things about me than just like the team I kind of root for sometime or played for. Yeah. I don't want them to be like, he was a 6'10 man on my deathbed. (laughs) Say other things about me, okay? I like this company fine. Happy to be working for the station. I don't want that to be the thing you're saying on my deathbed. All right, coming up next, we'll get back to the NFL. We'll ask our guy, Vinny Pasquantino, our NFL insider. Is he making the trip to KC to watch some Chiefs football this weekend? And who does he have coming out of the AFC and headed to the Super Bowl? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces. Pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Now, joining Cody and Gold, it's your VinFL insider, Royals first baseman, Vinny Pasquantino. We hate the Broncos. We still do, even though they're well out of the playoff picture, but we still do. We definitely do. It is time to check in with our VinFL insider, Vinny Pasquantino. We know, unfortunately, your Jets not in the postseason, but I'm curious, are you good with everybody staying put? It looks like no changes happening with the Jets. I guess so. Um, I guess so. That's all I really got to say on that. I guess so. Are you impressed <laughs> that the Jets were able to get the seven wins considering the uh, quarterback issues? A, a little bit, I guess, but the Browns are 11-5, and five, so I would have preferred to have been 11-5. and five. You know, did and, they make the mistake of not holding on to Flacco? That's what everyone's asking now. Um, no, I don't think so because if, like, if you watched him play, it wasn't who he is right now. He pro- like, I don't know. He was there for three years. He played a few times, and he always put up good passing numbers, but they didn't necessarily win the most with him at quarterback. So I think he's in a really good situation right now. I don't think it was an indictment on him of why it didn't work out in New York because it hasn't really worked out for a lot of quarterbacks in New York. So – I think he's doing great in Cleveland, and uh, good for him. We can get to the other playoff matchups in a second, but obviously here in Kansas City we know the Miami Dolphins are coming to KC on Saturday night, and it could be negative 10 or negative 20 wind chill. I, I, and obviously you played in some cold weather temps playing baseball, but what do you think the advantage is there? Everybody's making a big deal about the Dolphins going from South Beach to Kansas City for this game. Well, I think the biggest deal is uh, on Isaiah Pacheco, uh, who's like, is he, I mean, he's, he's like prime Derrick Henry in this weather. I'm, I, I'm not discounting anything he's done. Um, but obviously, Derrick Henry's at a different level. But sure. in zero-degree weather, you want to tackle that guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So, I, I would imagine that Mahomes might have a, a season low in pass attempts this week. Um, because why not just give it to the ball, give the ball to the guy who's going to run over everybody? I hope you're right. I hope that's the philosophy. Now, what's the coldest baseball game you played in? Probably in college, probably like a wind chill of like 25, something like that. Not like terribly. Actually, we went to Kansas State when I was a junior. It was pretty cold there one weekend. It was like early March. It's pretty cold. Are you? Uh, that may be the coldest. <laughs> Are you still planning on coming to the game this weekend? If flights allow me to, I'll be there. Uh, we'll see about flights, though, because this weather doesn't look promising for, for a whole bunch of flights not being delayed. I'm hoping to be there. That is, that is the plan. How about the other matchups in the AFC? I think maybe the most intriguing one is that Browns one with Joe Flacco and the Texans because C.J. Stroud looks like the goods, but I, I, I can't explain how the Browns won 11 games, but I also take them serious because of the quality of wins they have on their schedule. Well, I think a, a tricky thing with the Browns is they were run so poorly for so many years that it's hard to take them seriously, even though they they're clearly run very well now. Um, so I think... They're very good. And now, obviously, we haven't seen them play a real game in two weeks, right? Because they didn't play last week. Right. No. They, they, they played, but their players didn't play. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how the bye affects them where the Texans went and played a playoff game, which I think will actually help them that they played in a game like that going into a playoff game. So we'll see We'll see what happens. Obviously, the, the, uh, the script, so to speak, would probably like Joe Flacco returning to Baltimore. I think that'd probably be good for the NFL. But C.J. Stroud is really lighting it up. And, you know, them, him and the young receivers that they got, like they've got a really good team. You never know what could happen, especially a home playoff game. You know the AFCs really well being a Jets fan, and, and Chiefs fans were hoping Pittsburgh was coming to Kansas City. And still, uh, instead, I should say, Pittsburgh, of course, is going to Buffalo. When you watch what the Bills have been the last, I don't know now, six weeks or so, and finding a way to, after all the issues they had to be the two seed, and then you see the Dolphins who fell on their face down the stretch and are now the six seed, when you look at those two teams, obviously I think we know which one everybody views as the better team, but do you think an AFC East team is going to end up representing the AFC? Uh, I mean, of those two teams, I would pick the Bills as to who would. I don't know if it's necessarily going to happen, but I think you know you watch that game on Sunday night and you never want to disparage one quarterback but the difference between Josh Allen and Tua the other night was crazy right like Josh Allen makes a few mistakes but he's able to basically take over the game there at the end because he's a threat to run he's a threat to light you up over the top like you just never know what's going to happen where it seems like the Dolphins to be effective they need to go quick get the ball out I mean obviously that's what they do but 
you know, I would pick the Bills in that situation. I, I would still lean towards I would take the field as opposed to an AFC East team, but, hey, never know. Vinny, might be a little different between baseball and the NFL, but I'm always curious because this weekend there are a lot of players who are taking on their former team, Tyreek in Kansas City, and then obviously both quarterbacks in that Lions-Rams matchup. The Rams ditched Goff. He gets to go back and take on them, and then Stafford was obviously traded from the Lions. Do players pay a lot of attention to the, like, I'm going to get the old squad in professional sports? That's just a thing we talk about. I I think there's a like a percentage of it, but I think it's a low percentage because a lot of times you're still friends with guys on the team. So you don't have it like you might have ill will towards the organization, but not the guys you're playing against. Um, so maybe a little bit like I don't see I don't see Stafford coming in with revenge because they kind of let him like he kind of wanted that. You know, it seemed yeah. like a mutual decision. The golf thing is interesting because they basically said, hey, you took us to the Super Bowl, you lost, you didn't score any points, you were bad, get out of here. So that's a real interesting one where I would think he would have a little bit more motivation just because of the way that that was handled. Um, not that it was handled you know, poorly or whatever, it clearly worked out for the Rams, and the Lions have been pretty good since that trade too. So uh, I think there might be a little bit of extra there, but sometimes when you play with a little extra motivation, it doesn't necessarily work out the way you want it to. So hopefully Goff just plays within the game, within the scheme, and uh, – they they uh, have a home that game that place is going to be electric on uh, what day do they play Sunday night that place is yeah. going to be electric yeah thirty years uh, for them to wait for an opportunity to have, to have that home playoff game uh, and, and obviously have something like that take place we're talking to our NFL insider Vinny Pasquantino now I, I don't care how the regular season predictions went it's a new slate for everybody Vinny so right now let me ask you before Super Bowl Wild Card Weekend what's the AFC NFC title game matchup and who's going to the Super Bowl. Wow. Well, in the NFC, I'd be able to answer that better. I think it's going to be the Cowboys at the Niners. I know that a lot of times the one-two doesn't happen. I just think those two teams are, are uh, you know, are good. And also the Cowboys haven't lost at home this year, so yeah. it's going to keep going off of that. So they're just going to win their two games at home and then go to San Francisco. And then in the AFC, man, you're really putting me in a tough spot here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know who the audience in which you're speaking to, but also hey, if it people you, like honesty. And if it makes you feel any better, I mean, we were having a conversation on the show, too, where it's like the, the goal is always the Super Bowl. I think Chiefs fans' expectation now, honestly, is potentially a win this weekend, but a loss at Buffalo. Like, that's not what fans want to have happen, but I don't think that would surprise anybody. Yeah, well, I think most – like, what I appreciate about Kansas City is people are pretty – like, they're into their sports, and for the most part, they're pretty realistic, other than the few – people you see on Twitter all the time. Um, but every city has those people anyway. So, like, nobody's doubting Mahomes, guys. Nobody. Not one person is doubting him. <laughs> like, not one. There isn't one person other than to maybe get ratings. That's it. Um, yeah, I, I think you go up to Buffalo, and that becomes an interesting game. Because I, I can't even picture those two teams playing in Buffalo. I can't visually see it in my head. Because I've seen it at Arrowhead so sure. many times. So... I think it'll be interesting, those two teams playing up there. I was at a playoff game in Buffalo last year. The place is nuts. But not that that is going to surprise any Chiefs fan because it's nuts at Arrowhead, too. So, it, uh, yeah, that'll be a fun one. I'm not going to make a prediction in the AFC. <laughs> I still, I'm not going to do it. I still think the biggest thing that gets me with the Bills is, do I actually think Josh Allen can go three straight games without shooting himself in the foot? Well, but the thing is, is he can shoot himself in the foot but then come back from it. Like it, right. I didn't get to see Brett Favre play a whole lot just because I, I was young, so like I don't really remember it. But I imagine it was the same thing, right? Like he'll throw three picks, but then he'll drive you down the field for a game winner. I, I think the thing is if he shoots himself in the foot, can they stay close? Because if it stays close, they got a shot. And same look, thing with the Chiefs. The game's close, you got a shot. And what, the Bills have won five in a row. So, yeah. I mean, like, and he's made mistakes during those five games, right? So, I mean, I guess he's, he's already proven that that can, that can happen as well anyway. Yeah, well, the interesting thing about the NFL, though, is like the Steelers were, what, 11-0 a few years ago, and everybody kind of knew it was, mm-hmm. you know, maybe not necessarily the realest thing. Same thing with the Eagles this year. Like, how many times are you going to win these games where you probably shouldn't? Because you might need to lose them in order to get better from them. So maybe the Bills are fall into that trap a little bit, or maybe they just end up being really good. I, it's so weird, though, going from what could be the two-seed to the seven-seed. Playoffs are so funny in that regard. <laughs> well, hopefully the flights work out and you make it to KC and go to Arrowhead. I, I'm sure you got the, the, the cold weather gear ready to go, though. You better, because it's going to be pretty miserable out there. 
yeah, I'm locked in. And if I see anybody shirtless or anything out there, I'm immediately going to think you're nuts. So I'm, I'm expecting <laughs> to see a lot of Carhartt and uh, yeah. boots on the ground this weekend. I'm calling for no no fake tough guy. No reason to be like, oh, I don't even feel the cold. You do. It's fine. <laughs> well, Put a you know what's on. crazy? I was talking to a lifelong Chiefs fan yesterday, and he might be listening to this because I think that's his job to listen to when one of us speaks uh, publicly especially. Um, and he said he probably isn't going to the game this weekend because of the weather. And I said, can you imagine, or he even said it, can, can you imagine if I was 10 years old saying this right now, that we've been to so many playoff games that I'm willing to not go to one because of the weather. We're spoiled, Vinny. We're spoiled now when it comes to the Chiefs, no doubt about that. But anyway, yeah, hope you make it out to Arrowhead, and we'll check in next week. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you got it. Vinny Pasquantino, he joins us every Tuesday as our NFL insider. Smart man, not willing to give the clear answer on the AFC representative. That means he doesn't think it's going to be the Chiefs. Um, if yeah, that's the Chiefs, I, he just say Chiefs. That's right. That's right. By the way, don't fault him or anybody whatsoever if you're not picking the Chiefs to come out of the AFC. They're more than understandable. Do you think there'll be anyone? Like nationally? Let's nationally? Say- not nationally, no. Nope. There are people here locally, I'm sure, but like nationally. Well, I assume Bob I, has I, already I, picked them to win the Super Bowl. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I presume. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. J- Jeff Saturday was just on first take and put the Browns and the Bills as better teams yeah. than I did uh, the see, Chiefs. He I wasn't did, even in the top five. So. I, in fairness, I did see Mina Kimes say that she expects yeah. him to play in the AFC Championship I, I game. I saw that clip So as she's well. willing to go that far with it. Friend of the show, Mina Kimes. She's been on the show a couple of times. Been a few years. Are we but... still friends? We have long lost friends. Yeah. Uh, at this it's point. like it's like friends in the in because I think in order to be sense. a friend of the show, not only do they have to be on multiple times, but they have to be in communication. You know, once a year. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> at some point, you lose the friend of the show title. I'm sure she'll be just fine with not having that title associated with us. You know what? I'm gonna text her. I'm gonna see if oh, she okay. is willing to come on this show again. She wants to. Probably come on the show a couple of times. She's a little busier now. I think she's got a kid. That's a whole nother element to just like the busyness level, I'm sure, for her. But and she's gotten Those people have blown more up. Yeah, famous blown up. Yeah. since she was originally on this show. Hey, people, people, uh, you know, it's like Kyle Brandt. You know, same, same thing. Came on the show pretty regularly for a while, but then Kyle Brandt's uh, he's his a star. Needle started He's a star. Further up, he's a star. He's very good on this show. I'm sure he's going to be at some Buffalo playoff game. Thinking of Buffalo too, that is potentially, as we know, a divisional round matchup if the Chiefs take care of business this weekend and if the Bills take care of business against the Steelers as well and you start looking at the path. I understand we realize they got to they got to handle Saturday first, but let's bear with me for a second and look to the future. The path for the Chiefs could not be worse. <laughs> it's the hardest in the NFL. It, I went it, through it, everybody's, it, like, seeded playoff bracket. Nobody would have a worse run than that. And they get uh, a home game. Home to Miami. And this is if seeding holds, and there can be upsets. But if seeding holds, home to six-seed Miami, most likely at two-seed Buffalo. And if Baltimore handles their business, at one-seed Baltimore in the AFC title Woof. game. Don't worry about the Super Bowl. Worry about that path. That path right there. Well, if they Brutal. get through that path, I'm going to start thinking they're winning the Super Bowl. Well, if, if they, I, they I could mean, be against San Francisco, and I think they're going to win it if they get through that. I think there's one game that flips everything. If the Chiefs beat the Dolphins and then they were to go to Buffalo and beat the Bills, then I do think they're being the Ravens in Baltimore. Wow. So yeah. The I'll, ju- I'll, I'll, jump on board. I'll jump on board if that happens. Yeah. I just like I was looking through everyone else like, all right, Dallas and Green Bay. Well, Jordan Love's playing pretty good. I mean, I, I could see why. That could be a tough matchup, and then maybe you do it. And then they got to take on the Lions at home, a team that can certainly beat them, but they're undefeated at home. That changes everything. They would hypothetically get two home games. It's not San Francisco. San Francisco gets to sit on their hands, and then if it went to seed, they'd get the Bucks. Even if it didn't go to seed, they'd get a banged-up Eagles squad or a Rams team that has had a nice year, but that you're definitively better than and more talented than. Like Just go through the teams, even the lower-seeded teams. Let's say if it went to seed, except for you kept winning. All right, you're the you're the Packers. You get the upset. What's your benefit? You get to travel to San Francisco? Okay, that's pretty brutal. Maybe them. Maybe them is the only team who'd have a more difficult one if for some reason they broke seed. But the Chiefs' playoff path is the biggest reason why what we said to start the show is partially true. It is ho- That is a hard way to go about business. I will say this. I, I mean, do not think Buffalo is significantly better than the Chiefs. I don't I don't think actually I don't think they're better than the Chiefs. I think they're the same. 
I, I don't think they're any better or any worse. They've lost a lot of games. They've lost some games that are inexplainable, more than even the Raiders lost yeah, the, to the Chiefs. The they un- lost to the Patriots. The unknown is just that that game, of course, would be in Buffalo. And really for the first time, because the last time they played there was the when COVID was the year. Time? Oh, I was going to say. Yeah, that yeah, COVID year, remember the weird Wednesday or Tuesday game, and it was there was no fans there. And there was a million people and with the COVID. And the Chiefs ran Clyde Edwards-Alaire to death, and he was awesome. And the offensive line dominated. That was many. That was many. Years I went ago. back through and looked at that Buffalo game a little bit because that that would at least give me some sort of indication of what I think about these two teams. Because that's not that long ago. I'll be honest; these two teams are not playing dramatically different since the last time they played each other. Because the Chiefs just generally haven't changed much across the board during that time. The they had no Isaiah Pacheco, and James Cook absolutely torched them in the receiving game. And it was 20 to 17. And as you all remember, a pretty um, big call there late in the game. The Chiefs Bills game, what's so fascinating about it, the reason why they can win that game, Gold, is I can just tell you right now that game's going to have almost an identical score to the first one. It is going to be like 20 to 17 or 21 17. And so is the Ravens game. If the Chiefs are even making a run through the playoffs like this, they're all going to be. 17 14 20 to 17 21 17 at max what 24 21 yeah. like the Miami game could look a little different but the Buffalo Ravens game feel like those are the scores if you were wondering did seeding hold up last year right we know it was six first three Cincinnati beat the six seed Baltimore a year ago two seed Buffalo beat seven seed Miami a year ago four seed Jacksonville had to come back but they beat five seed yep. LA a year ago then in the divisional round the three seed Bengals beat the two seed Bills the Chiefs were the one they held on against Jacksonville we know the Chiefs beat Cincinnati in the AFC title game so there was what was it one upset in the playoffs last year one, one game where the seeding didn't hold true and that was the Correct. three seed being the two just, I was just curious. Looked at last year, if you're wondering, how often does seeding hold true? What a about year, on the NFC side? On the NFC side last year, though, the five-seed Dallas beat the four-seed Tampa. The two-seed beat the seven-seed. The six-seed Giants beat the three-seed Vikings. And then after that, it was chalk. With the Eagles as the one beating the Giants, and then the Niners as the two beating the five. And obviously Philly blew out San Francisco. And then we know the Chiefs played the Eagles in the old Super Bowl last year. Two years ago, because again, this just gives us some historical element. The only thing that didn't go to seed in the divisional round was once again, Cincinnati beating Buffalo in the divisional round. They were the lower seeded team, but still got the win against that. And then when you got to, or that was in the divisional round, not in the wild card, but in the divisional round. So, you know, I mean, it feels like there's a pretty common theme amongst those, right? When we the one thing I just don't it. like, I don't see how on earth the Steelers have any chance to beat Buffalo, though. No. Like, that's the one where, like, we could talk about upsets and zero. You know, the playoffs are great. They're not predictable, but that's the one where, how on earth is Mason Rudolph going into Buffalo and, and beating the Bills? I just, come on now. It's hard to imagine. The only way that it happens is if the Bills do what they have done at times throughout the season and just can completely Pittsburgh completely shoot themselves completely shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah, I just can Pittsburgh score enough. I know they got Najee Harris going a little bit more recently, but like if Buffalo's up at all, if it's ten let's say it's ten three, ten nothing even. One possession game, ten three. I I just don't know if the Steelers can if they're can down ten three? Yeah. I just don't yeah. know if the Steelers like the Steelers have to be either in the lead or it has to be a tight game. I just don't think they're capable of coming back. That's that's my problem with them. Mm. I will say this. I think either team that is likely to face Baltimore based on that seeding conversation can beat them. I don't think Baltimore is so much better that they can't lose to the Texans or lose to Cleveland. One, they have already lost to Cleveland, so I have evidence. They lost to Cleveland in Baltimore. So they've lost to the Browns in Baltimore, and that wasn't even a game like we're joking about Joe Flacco as their fourth quarterback. They lost to it when it was P.J. Walker. Yeah, if you're wondering, the Steelers, so they definitely lose that the, game. The Steelers won their final three games against the Ravens team that had backups against the Seahawks team. That was actually more impressive because the Seahawks were trying to win. Uh, and then, of course, to to Cincinnati. They also lost to the Cardinals 24-10 and the Patriots 21-18 to in the last month. They're so hit or miss. Yeah, and it is it is going to be Rudolph because I know I, I know that the whole Kenny Pickett thing. I don't know how like, on earth he, it's not. I don't know how on earth it's not Rudolph, man. Yeah. I, I don't know how you go back to Pickett is, for this is Pickett game. Healthy? Is he healthy where if, yes. if Rudolph went down, he could play? I believe he was in uniform or whatever. Or could, be in, could be in uniform. Because remember, the rumor was that he wasn't going to dress as the number yeah, two the quarterback, but he did. Yeah. Um, and he said that that rumor was false. But, yes, he would <laughs> hypothetically be available. 
God, you know how you know how mediocre you have to be a quarterback for a team to be like, look, I don't think we can go back from Mason Rudolph now. I mean, because it wouldn't matter if Blaine Gabbert won a bunch of games and got the Chiefs to the postseason. If Patrick Mahomes was healthy right, of course. for the first Way round different. of the playoffs, yeah. that man would play. Yeah. Well, there's like 10 quarterbacks that would like 15 quarterbacks. So there'd be no question. Dak Prescott to be out there, even if Cooper Rush was winning, even though I remember kind of briefly. <laughs> a year ago. Up, or was that a year ago, two whatever, years ago? A couple of years yeah. ago. Like 20, 20 of the 32 quarterbacks, right, or whatever, would be immediately in there. You mm. just got to be as bad as like Kenny Pickett for them to be like, Mason Rudolph's yeah. our guy. Sometimes I don't get the fear of the Bills at all. I'm just now I'm just I'm just talking about the Steelers and the Bills game. You're, you're, yeah. We can we can I, I'm talking specifically about I don't know how on earth the Steelers go into Buffalo and beat the Bills. That's all. It's more about the Steelers and the Bills. I just I just don't know. The same way we all wanted Pittsburgh to come here. Because it'd be like, how on earth are the Steelers winning that game? I, I just don't see it. That'd be it. a nice upset. I'll be honest. I'd be very oh, happy with that result. I will gladly Thrilled. be wrong. You can play back the I will gladly yeah, be wrong about there? the Steelers beating the you know going in and beating the Bills and saying that couldn't have happened. I will gladly be that because that means the Chiefs obviously have a much well, easier path. Well, and, uh, and ironically enough, didn't the Steelers beat the Ravens as well earlier this year? Because I think much they would, earlier when they Pickett was go, playing, I think. They would go and play Baltimore, correct? Uh, since yeah, the yes. If the Chiefs won, won, the Bills won. Well, if the Chiefs won and the Steelers won, then yeah, the Steelers, Steelers would go to Baltimore. Baltimore and the Chiefs would host the winner of the uh Another uh, game that I would assume the Steelers aren't winning. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Technically, the Steelers just beat the Ravens, you know, Um, Uh in a game in which Tyler Huntley started. Backups all over those divisional games, man. You never know. But they beat him 17 10 both times. They beat him in October. The Steelers are a weird team. They're just well coached. Like, don't think about it any harder than this. Tomlin, yeah. They're well coached. They're incredibly well coached, so they win games that no they don't TJ, have business I also mentioned no TJ Watt in that the game. Sucks. I mean, like, is he a good player? Uh, turns out he's pretty good. 19 sacks this year. Led the league. 19 sacks. TJ Watt's incredible. All right. Up next, though, let's get our Chiefs insider's opinion on the Chiefs matchup against the Dolphins. And yeah, looking ahead a little bit with our guy, Nate Taylor from The Athletic. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.